Dueling Genre Productions presents Immunities, an audio drama. What a beautiful night. Yes, it is. Did you see that? See what? A light. It's gone now. Are you okay? I'm feeling a little drowsy. I better sit down. Here, let me help you. About five months ago, there was something in the night sky. Something happened to the people who saw it. And if someone looked them in the eyes, it would happen to them too. How are you feeling? I am feeling much better. I thank you for asking. And you yourself, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. Or, uh, I was fine. I feel a little unsteady now. I suggest having a rest. It did me a world of good. They looked at their families, and then they searched out friends, strangers, everybody. Some people didn't change. We think maybe one person out of 2,000. So, for five months, you've just been hanging out? Shelly, I don't know what this is. I've never seen anyone just become normal again. I have to be careful. You might just change back into one of them. You might be one of them now. (sighs) This is too complicated. I'm too tired to deal with it. And I'm still half expecting you to tell me it's all just a story. It isn't. I just know I have to close my eyes now. Wait. Shelly? No. Shelly? 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 Don't worry. Shelly? Just for a second. Shelly! Immunities. An audio drama about almost everyone being against you. Available from DuelingGenre.com and your podcatcher of choice starting in July. Dueling Genre. By the way, next time I'm down in San Diego, we should totally hang out. Yes! Yes, yes. Let us know. We'll figure it out. Our schedules can be obnoxious and awful. You'll, you'll probably just get Gary. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on when it happens. I, I mean, the next time I know I'll be done is during Comic-Con, but I know you guys are super busy that time of, that time <gasps> of year. I uh, just got an email from someone that I met at Comic-Con while I was working there last year. And she was telling me that she she runs the Harry Potter fandom panel and asked if we wanted to be on the thing. So, dude, we might do the Harry Potter fandom panel. That's amazing. Wouldn't that be awesome? I she was saying that I think that they only do like one badge for like someone on stage, but they do a badge for the person and the badge for like a guest. So I think both of us would be able to go anyway. Awesome. So I'm stoked. Nice. So that might happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. We We solemnly swear we're up to no good. back everybody to another minute of uh, ah sorry welcome back everybody to another episode of harry potter minute the fan podcast that overanalyzes the harry potter movies one magical minute at a time i'm gary roby i'm Victoria cope and we have adam lieberg johnson with us again welcome back enemies of bears beware <gasps> of bears, Why bears? <laughs> enemies of the bears beware I was going to say, one petrified minute at a time. One petrified minute at a time. 
Well, I didn't. Do, I didn't do it. I didn't go there. <laughs> you looked. You looked at me. I really thought about it for a second. Like, like I you. Be- <laughs> you look. <laughs> I loved that look just now. I wish I could have like screenshot it. Sorry, somehow. no one at home is ever oh, gonna see. It was pretty great. Uh, uh, <laughs> minute minute fifty two starts with a half spoken question, and it ends with a devastated Filch. I would be too. Yeah, because he starts to say like we don't even get. He said Potter at the end of last minute. He goes like, "What are?" And then he looks up. And then his, his whole face falls. I can only imagine how much this cat means to him. Well, it's his oh, only yeah. friend in the world, really. It's his, right? It's his only thing that he loves. Like, yeah, he it's all he has. He loves that cat. And even and even more, like, noticeable is, like, this cat loves him. Yeah. Like, it's, it's his whole world. And he's just, oh my gosh. Like, if this was my cat, I would have almost, like, the exact same reaction. <laughs> His, his face there goes through an amazing, like, series of expressions. It, it's, like, he yeah. goes from shock to, to sadness to panic and then straight to fury. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, you're going Mrs. to Norris? pay. Yeah, he, like, he, he's, you... the Mrs. Norris is so small and, and sad, and I, I really feel for I him, know. even though he's such a jerk. <laughs> well, and he, he's sure she's dead. Yeah, he's convinced well, she's dead. Well, I mean, it looks, I mean, what does he know? He, I mean, you're right, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's a squib. He doesn't. Okay. He's not. He, I don't know how much. I mean, he knows a lot. I'm sure. So I have but... a I have a question about petrification. Okay. Is this like, like rigor mortis? Like stiff like muscles, like froze. Yeah, like, like. I think like petrification like paralyzed. Like petrification, at least as far as you know, legends is con- is concerned. It always seems to be like turned to stone. Yeah, that's right. what I was thinking, and that's what I was thinking. I mean, that, like, and yeah, that's what that's what the word means. Is it means you're you're turned to turned to stone? So I'm guessing. Yeah, that, you're petrified. Like you could you could like whack someone over the head with Mrs. Norris and probably injure them. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab it by oh, the tail. By the tail. Oh god, that's so bad. Poor not... Mrs. Norris. Aww. Would she shatter? No, I don't think so. Is it like glass, or do you <laughs> think it's too it's too sturdy? It's like stone, so instead of shattering, it would just you would just give a concussion to the person I, you hit. I yeah. don't need a Mrs. Norris club. <laughs> that's, that's not nice. The, the oh, licensed merchandise you know, no one wants. No, exactly. <laughs> Petrified Mrs. Norris. So Coming nice. soon from you Funko. Hang her from your. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a new Funko Pop. You hang her from your porch light. <laughs> But why is she That's hanging there me. like that? Was she like I don't know. Was she Did like she, walking like up near the, the ceiling and jump down to get to the basilisk? <laughs> I mean, cats do like to perch up on high places. I can imagine like maybe Mrs. Norris does like hang out like, like behind up. the sconces. Okay. And like went to jump down maybe. And then saw the reflection and got her tail caught in the sconce. Yeah. I assumed that it's like the only thing that makes somewhat sense. I assumed that she was placed there. Jenny, Jenny, lifting her up and like trying to catch her tail in the sconce. I, you yes, know, like maybe this is whose line is it anyway? <laughs> they're just gonna like pose you up like oh, a bendy God. toy. No, like, uh, so like she would have had to have like petrified that way. Okay, where's my, where's my? Can you get my book out of my bag? I suppose We're gonna, I'm gonna look at this right now and see like if this is where they find her. Is she on? Is she hanging? When we find her in the book. Also, there's no, uh, it doesn't appear that there's a torch in that sconce. It's just 
It's just the cat. Yeah. yeah. It's so just is the, the, is the torch mm-hmm. like on the ground below the sconce? I don't know. Possibly. Sorry, I'm flipping through the book real quick. He needs confirmation. I do. That's fine. I, I, I'll hold. Yeah, look. The picture. Yeah, the picture. She's hanging on a wall the, sconce. Yeah, the picture in the illustrated edition does have her hanging from a sconce. So she must have been like perched somewhere high up and tried to jump down and just got caught. Yeah. Like she was petrified Mrs. mid-jump Norris, and just fell down. The caretaker's cat was hanging by her tail from the torch bracket. She was stiff as a board, her eyes wide and staring. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Oh, poor kitty. I've got it paused right now on a on on just basically her in the center frame, and it's it's not a great stuffed cat. No, it's not. It's it's it looks more like a raccoon. Yeah, That's what I was gonna say too. It does look like a raccoon. It totally does. <laughs> Scrappas. <laughs> no. Poor Scrappas. Oh. We're going to keep making all these, like, quibbler jokes, and no one's going to know what we're talking about. I know, I know. Please, everybody, if you're listening and you want more of Victoria and of I, our weird go jokes. join us on Patreon, because we've had a lot of fun over there. I can't remember. Is Mrs. Norris one of the Pet Revengers? No, we no. didn't include her. The, is she, she the villain the of the Pet Revengers? Exactly. Oh Exactly. Well, no, 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 no. Because it's all wrong, Mrs. Norris is... You know, the the rival or, like, bad villain to, you know, Hedwig and, you know, that one. But okay. it has to be wrong. Okay, yeah, we need the, we need the, we need the pet, the pet Revengers. Revengers. It wouldn't be uh, Mrs. Norris. Alternate to Mrs. Norris. Something, it would be, what would Jerry Businessman call, call her? Mrs. Norris. Like, how would he butcher that? I feel like we need to get Eric in on this. He'll hear this. We'll, uh, we'll bring this up on the weekend edition, I'm sure. So. Right, and then Eric, Eric will, will tell us. He has like he has like inside mind with Jerry businessman. So I find myself confused more by the layout of the of this particular corridor in this scene because if you look behind Mrs. Norris, you can see the sign for the girls' bathroom. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. And so, yes. like, are they just parading the students past the bathrooms at this point? Like, why are they walking down? Why? Why is? It, is it a corner? Is there another hallway? What is going on here? I it, I guess it's a three way intersection, but the, when they when we see them converge, the angle from where the cameras, I guess the camera is like with its back to the girls' bathroom thing. When we see everyone converging, so it looks like they're coming in on a corner, but there's like a third. And that's also a really terrible place to put a bathroom. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's no. very dark in that little corner. Although maybe that's why the uh, the chambers there, because it, until they put the bathroom there, it was out of the way. Yes. Oh, you know, I was asking on the the listeners army page about about the chamber, and we'll get deeper into this. And we were talking about pipes last week, how yeah. it travels through the pipes, mm-hmm. why it exits out of a bathroom when the bathroom wasn't constructed until like nine hundred years after the school was constructed. And according to the Pottermore site, I guess like one of the other gaunt ancestors. Uh, was responsible for like keeping it hidden while the renovation for the bathrooms were happening, and then like created that entrance. Himself. Oh, that makes sense. I guess. I just. I think that. I think that like the heir of Slytherin, like being responsible for keeping hidden the secret of the Chamber of Secrets, like when they're they're like proud, arrogant, sixteen, fifteen year old kids. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised this wasn't discovered a thousand years ago or hundreds of years ago, right? Like that mm-hmm. it that it had come out, like. I don't imagine. I don't imagine that if Draco knew where the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets was, that he could keep his mouth shut. Like yeah. What, one night in the common room after a six pack of butter beer, they're just yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know what I found? Yeah, you know, I, I, I know found. where the chamber is. 
I know where the Chamber of Secrets is in the girls' bathroom. And they're like, God, you're drunk. <laughs> Go home, you're drunk. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Well, the Slytherins would totally be the ones to sneak fire whiskey into their common room, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I feel like the Hufflepuffs would also... Yes, the Hufflepuffs sne- would totally yeah. do it as well. Uh-huh. The like Hufflepuffs they're right, they're and Slytherins the make good friends. Yeah. They do. They yeah. do. I, I, I always like that those that descriptions of like the pairings of friends of different houses. I'm like, I like this. Yeah. This who, is fun. Who wants to be friends with a Gryffindor anyway? Just other Gryffindors. Right? They and Luna. Of, they kind of stick to each other other than Luna. Well, and I mean, Luna Luna just found her little, gr- her little group of Gryffindors. Yeah, she has her own little tree. She found the misfit Gryffindors. Aw. Ginny and, oh, yeah. and, and Ginny Neville. Ginny and Neville are very, yeah. very much Especially the after Gryffindors. the events of this, like, Ginny's kind of, I don't know. Not I feel ostracized. Like she, yeah, I but I, I feel like she would still, but... I still feel like she would have, at least for a little while, that, like, distance. Yeah. Like we don't a... really see her come into her own until, uh, until her fourth year mm-hmm. not really yeah she doesn't get much to do in the next two movies no background noise yeah she probably has more book stuff but we haven't gotten there yet that's true that is true we are still only like a couple seconds into this minute you guys yes <laughs> filch's next line is like the reason you asked to be on yes you've murdered my cat uh, it's it's just it's a masterpiece of subtle acting because he's literally quivering with rage uh huh, but he's so quiet about it because he he's still incredulous. Like you know, did Harry? How could this? How could this happen? You know, what's going on? Why is my cat dead? And it, why you're the yeah. one that did it? And uh-huh. he's, he's like quivering with rage, but he's so quiet. And he it's like you know you've you've murdered my cat. Mm-hmm. And the and then the first time he says Harry's I'll kill like, you, no. And he says I'll kill you. It's like it's so matter of fact. He's like I'll kill you. Yeah. Yes, I love that first that first I kill you line. Yeah, like the, the first one's really, it. really good. And you get that expression on his face that's just like, like almost like, like you're a psycho, dude. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> almost yeah, it's it's he, it, he's almost snapped. It, it's yeah. so matter of fact too. It's not like I'm it's not like you better run or it's like, no, I am going to kill you. This no, is what's this going is, to happen now. Is, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He this reaches forward. This isn't a threat. Grabs <laughs> Harry by by his robe and pulls him forward a little bit, and he repeats it. Just I'll kill you! Like he yells that time, this and guy's then threatening to murder a twelve year old in front of a bunch of other twelve year olds. Yeah, and and modern Pomfrey. Yes. Uh, Dumbledore materializes at exactly the right moment. Of course. Of course. This is what he does. Right. Yeah. I, I I'm almost halfway convinced that he like. Just wait. <laughs> he, he and Snape and McGonagall are around the corner, and he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" And then no. you hear Phil yell, "Like, I'll kill you!" And he's like, "Now, now, now!" Argus. Uh, I, I love, I love Richard Harris in this scene too. He's so me too. He's so dignified and 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 calm and and the voice of reason. Yes, he really just I, he just like stroll he strolls in, and it's so great. But I, I don't think he could probably move much faster if he tried, which is sad. no. But it just gives him such like a powerful. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love I, I love, love both actors that played uh, Dumbledore, but I I think Richard Harris might be my favorite of the two. Oh, same. I agree with you. There's more subtlety in Richard Harris. Like Michael Gambon is a great actor, but but Richard Harris just he's so warm as Dumbledore at all times. Yeah. Yes. I think it would have been interesting to see what he would have done with, like... Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> yeah! I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was thinking that. I was thinking, um, yeah, I guess that's the big one. That's definitely the big <laughs> one, right? Was, yes, was calmly. Was Gilderoy also with them? Well, I was thinking more about like I think yeah, I think Gilderoy and like, and Pomfrey and I think like and, and just like the staff like were with Hagrid or with not Hagrid with uh, Dumbles coming no, around the corner here. Well, we already saw. Uh, Pomfrey, Pomfrey was already there, the and then not Pomfrey. I mean uh, Sprout. Sorry, Sprout. Yes, I think Sprout showed up with them. Like all these other teachers just showed up in like this. Group also, of... happened to be walking down this corridor at this time for some reason. Yeah, where are they going all together? Is there a staff meeting? Teacher meeting? Right, party. they had a staff meeting. <laughs> it's a party. They're going to they're going to 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 Dumbledore's office for dessert. Exactly. I was gonna say they're going to his office. For some sherbet lemons? Yes. For some sherbet lemons. Yes. I love Gilderoy standing there with his hands on his hips. Yes! <laughs> and his <gasps> doublet. Oh, I know. It's, it's, I, I like his doublet, actually. I, I love every one of Gilderoy's costumes because they're so his... ridiculous. You know, I, I, they're, do, they're nice, I do Renaissance though. fairs as a hobby, and I see a lot of people dressed like Gilderoy a lot. Awesome. I've always wanted to go to one of those, but never have. Really? I've been to a couple. I've never been. We should uh, we should make a plan to do that too, right? Come It'll see my band at one. Yeah, I, I, I need to get one of those dresses. <laughs> oh my god, yes! <laughs> I'm just thinking about you in like a Renaissance <laughs> outfit. It it actually fits quite well. I've worn, I, yeah, I've worn I one before. It. I believe a Halloween it. costume. Ricky loved it for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, but yes, oh, it's great. That's so great. I'll dress. I'll dress like Gildred Lockhart. I, I rather, I'd rather be more of the wench type holding a crossbow at the same time. Yeah. Like, not the lady with the dress and no. That makes sense. Oh, I don't want that. That makes sense. It's more you. Right. So, so, so Dumbledore comes around and he says, well, he starts to say something. He's going to say something to Argus. And then he sees what's on the wall. We cut back to the blood. We cut back to him. And he says, everyone will proceed to their dormitories at once. Because he, he knows everyone exactly accepts. what's going on. Yeah. 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 Because... I mean, we'll establish this much later in the movie, but, like, he was there the last time it was open. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was... Do was you there think... another message like this when, when it was open the last time? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he even recognize Like, he recognizes it, like... Does he recognize Tom's handwriting? I was going to ask that, too! This is the worst handwriting. <laughs> well, he is, puppet- he is puppeting a... a- little 12 year old girl uh, she's 11 year old girl <laughs> she's like 11 yeah i still don't know how she was able to reach those like the high letters but shouldn't there be hearts above the eye <laughs> I, well but 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 if it's if it's tom's hand that's true maybe not if it's t- either way the handwriting is atrocious if tom is possessing Ginny, can he perform spells that Ginny herself wouldn't normally be able to do I think that happens later on, doesn't it? Right. I don't remember. Like in the confrontation in the... uh... Well, she's already unconscious at that point, right? Like he's not manipulating her specifically anymore. But I I think we see her like speaking parcel tongue at one point and doing some other things. Oh, yeah. We have like her flashbacks of like doing this, like doing the blood letters Mm -hmm. on the wall and doing that. You're right. So I'm I'm pretty certain that he he that uh, anything that Tom Riddle could do, Ginny could do when when he's protect when uh, he's possessing her. Yeah. That's scary. It's creepy. It's super yeah. creepy. I think this I, guys, is the I most... think Voldemort's not a great guy. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Some, there's something he's... there's something up with that diary. He's totally sketch. <laughs> he's totally sketch. 
I love this shot of the the, the professors. You know when yes. when when Dumbledore's telling everyone to return to their, uh, their yeah. dormitories, and you know Dumbledore's standing in front with authority. Lockhart's there with his hands on his hips, and Snape's just kind of lurking in the background. Uh huh. Like he's totally lurking, then and he, on purpose, I think. Yes. Yes. And then he's Sprouts, keeping his distance for now. Sprouts right. He likes standing stand up on her back. tiptoes, trying to look over Dumbledore's shoulders. I know she's so far back, you can only see like her eyes and her nose above like above McGonagall's shoulder and like behind Dumbledore. The hat. It's so good. Aw, poor little poor little Pomona. That name is adorable though. She's I know. So she's adorable. She, I, she, I like that name. She's, she's so the cute. most adorable. Mm-hmm. Like like most Tufflepuffs I know. Yeah. Her class would probably be so fun. I think so, too. Uh, there's no wonder that, that it's, like, Neville's best subject. Right? She's probably, like, so nice and everything. Yeah. He's like, man, why couldn't I be in Hufflepuff? I bet you he goes down there, like, during free periods. Aw, that's adorable, too. Yeah. To, to the greenhouse? Or to yeah. Hufflepuff? I think, to, to the I think, greenhouse. Yeah, I think that comes up in, uh, in the book of uh, Goblet of Fire. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. He just hangs out. So he tells everyone to go back to their rooms, and he goes, everyone except you three. Oh, you can't see? No one can see what I did. I did his thing. His little... He his waves little his finger back and forth. Sweepy pointing. Uh-huh. Well, and he does that because they're at the center of everything that ever happens in that always. castle. Always. Yeah. It's always those three. It's... Mm-hmm. Why is it always you three? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, he tells he tells Argus, like, she has been petrified. Well, actually, doesn't Argus say something first? Am I missing something? I thought he did. Yep. I think so too. No, I think he says it's been petrified, and then uh, then Lockhart says, "Ah, shame I wasn't here. I know exactly the countercus." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He says and here's she's this not wonderful, dead. like the wonderful. Shot oh my god, in his yes. Face. Uh, there's a moment I keep I kept replaying it before we started when he says that like. I know exactly the counter curse that could have spared her. Like just real subtle, right at the end of that line, his he kind of like he kind of like his eyes kind of dip down for a second and then back up to Dumbledore, like it's an a, almost it's a tell. Yeah, yeah, just that little tiny bit of tell of like, like yeah, you're BSing. Yeah, oh yeah, he's, oh yeah, that's that's it's brilliant. I mean, he's he's such a great actor. It's uh-huh. super subtle, but it's freaking great. I love it every time I see it. And then we get we get just these all, like these reaction shots, these subtle moments between all of all of the professors and the last. Yeah, Dumbled- seconds Dumbledore's like, yeah, right. Yeah, he like looks over his glasses at him, <laughs> like, uh huh. And then McGonagall's <laughs> little Snape sassy. And McGonagall. Yeah, McGonagall's little sassy head tilt. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Mm. McGonagall turning. Yes, like I almost yes. like there should be a, a, a noise to that. Like, mm. <laughs> but then like Snape as well is just like over his crap. Like, uh-huh. I'm so over you, buddy. Well, Snape is just you know, why does he have my job exactly? Like yes, why? like he knows why, but it's just like why? Uh huh. Like this guy. Oh my god. Like like if you ever could see Snape rolling his eyes, he would do it here. Like yeah. Yep. And that would be quite delightful, actually. <laughs> it would be it would be delightful, but I think it's almost better that he doesn't. Yeah, he just has this like very like. Uh huh. He's so composed. No, he he keeps his cool. For, for the most part. Quite well, for the most part. We'll get some good reaction shots from him tomorrow. Oh, Detective Snape. <laughs> Detective Snape. Detective Snape. Pi. Pi. Right. We had Potter, P.I., last week. <laughs> no, no, it's Snape. Snape, P.I. 
Uh, really, it should be Hermione P.I. if anybody's oh, going to be an investigator. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, 100%. Sure. 100%. I, I didn't, I, I think I even got to that point that, like, I don't think that Harry would be smart enough to be a private detective. Oh, that's why I love Eric's picture that she's Velma. And I'm like, yes, yeah, of course, because she's the one solving everything. Oh, she's totally Velma. And then we finish, we finish with Dumbledore continuing, like, how she has been petrified, I cannot say. And Filch is like, ask him! And then we don't get the resolution. Yeah, they just assume because Harry was the first person there, it looks bad. Uh huh. Of course, question is, the first person there. Uh, Filch is such a jerk. <laughs> well, he's convinced, you know, Harry yeah, was well, the he, one on the spot. He's just. He's, you know, I think he's convinced that it's retaliation for uh, him, for Harry getting in trouble for, for, for hurting the Whomping Willow. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Because that, that's, I think that's how Filch would feel if he was the one in trouble. He'd be trying to get back at the person who, who The person who, who caught him. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I agree with that. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, Filch. Can I, can I say just how much I love David Bradley in everything he's ever done? Oh, he's amazing. He's so amazing. You know, from, from playing Filch to, to playing a kind of similar character in Walder Frey in Game of Thrones. Yep. My favorite thing he's done is... Probably uh, a journey in space and time, where he plays William Hartnell, who played the first Doctor in Doctor Who. Oh yeah, Zoom. I heard about that. I haven't seen that. Like he he plays William Hartnell, who played you know who played the first the first Doctor in Doctor Who, and he just yeah. plays it with such heart, and it's it's brilliant. And he's got and you know it's it's a pretty much a perfect performance, and it's so that good. Sounds amazing. That they actually brought him to play the first Doctor for real in the latest Doctor Who Christmas special. I didn't even realize that was him. I saw that, like, we played yeah. that at the movie theater I work at. I saw, like, posters for it and commercials for it, and I didn't. I know, I saw Ask for that. I didn't realize that was him either. He was yeah. in uh, another Doctor Who, like, one of my favorite Doctor Who episodes from the Matt Smith era. Uh, oh. He was in Dinosaurs on Dinosaurs a Spaceship. On spaceship. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was great. I'd forgotten about that one. That's such like, a good episode. Like, like he embodies the first Doctor in in the Christmas special, and like I, I can watch that and a, and a a Bill Hartnell episode back to back, and it 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 totally feels like the same character. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, that's yeah, that's wonderful. I need to catch up on Doctor Who. I haven't him. listened in wow. a long time, or I haven't watched in a long time. I like, won't I spoil the Christmas special because it's really, really. I've good. heard amazing things. I, yeah. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I mean, I've read all the books, but I remember hearing like. Like, oh, who plays Walter Frey? It's like, this guy. It's like, oh. oh yeah. 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 Of course yeah. he does. Of course. He's kind of like Filch with power. Yes. yes. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's a scary thought. Filch with power is the name of this episode now. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I just love it. We get more Filch tomorrow, and I'm excited about his line tomorrow. I have a big question at the very beginning of tomorrow's minute, so uh, we'll get to that. How do you guys feel? I'm good. Yeah? Anything else you wanted to mention, Victoria? How do you... Are we all right? I think I'm good, too. All right. Uh, would you like to plug anything today, Adam? Uh, yeah. If you're a fan of uh, fat, uh, bearded men singing really dirty songs, <laughs> you can come to the uh, Petroleum Club in Long Beach on St. Patrick's Day. That's uh, March 17th, 2018. See my band, the Poxy Boggards, uh, along <laughs> with our friends, the band Sport of Tricks and the Merry Wives of Windsor. Uh, we'll be singing songs of lust, drinking, and uh, Irish songs, which are kind of all the same thing. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a and great way to spend St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day for sure. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, tickets are not on sale yet, but uh, check us out at on Facebook at facebook.com slash thepoxyboggards. That's P-O-X-Y-B-O-G-G-A-R-D-S. Uh, I will warn you, the songs are extremely dirty. 
Uh, generally, when we perform at Renaissance fairs, uh, we have an NC-17 warning. Oh, yes. Oh, so oh any my. anyone listening to the show with their kids, don't don't go check that out right now. But <laughs> but so uh, I will. Fun. And if you go, don't bring your kids. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll put a link to that Facebook group in the um, episode description. So any of you listening who want to check that out, you can just click right from your podcast app. Uh, you can, of course, find us also on, on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute and Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army. If you'd like to join in on the conversation about uh, what we're talking about this week on the show. And you can find us at DuelingGenre.com along with a bunch of other shows. I think there are like four different Minute podcasts running right now with uh, more stuff on the horizon. So keep an eye out for that. And come back tomorrow for Minute 53 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief. Star Wars Minute. Oh, wait, that was no! Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>